Okay, Bob, let's do your case. Okay. This is a 52-year-old divorced white female who felt a lump in her right breast in 2006. A mammogram was ordered at that time, but she lost her job, lost her insurance, and delayed getting the mammogram until this past February. It was abnormal. I didn't get to see the original mammogram, so I don't have the details on that, but a biopsy was performed which showed, quote, carcinoma. In March, she had a lumpectomy with sentinel nodes. The tumor was a moderately differentiated invasive ductal carcinoma. ER was strongly positive in 100% of cells, PR positive in 100% of cells. KI67 was variable up to 20%. HER2 was 1 plus by IHC, and FISH was done and was negative. One lymph node showed a 0.75 millimeter focus of metastatic carcinoma, visible by H&E, and was picked up on keratin stains. And can you talk a little bit more about the woman? It sounds like she had some pretty hard times and what her reaction was to this situation and I guess the possibility that chemotherapy might be on the table. Yes, she was very anxious. I think she felt bad that she hadn't followed up at an earlier time, but she it was very realistic. She has three children. She's an escrow officer now, and she works hard. And she didn't really want to get chemotherapy, but she would have been willing to do anything that made sense. Her age again? 52, and premenopausal. So actively menstruating? Yes. So, Mark, what would you be thinking about at this point? I would probably still be thinking about adjuvant endocrine therapy. Here you have a tumor that's strongly steroid hormone receptor positive, fish negative, you know that the oncotype DX score for node-negative patients, if this had been a node-negative case, you know that that score is probably going to be in the low range because the oncotype DX is dominated by HER2 and ER-related gene expression. What were your thoughts about the presentation of the last San Antonio meeting by Kathy Albain looking at SWOG data and node-positive tumors? That's exactly what I was going to mention next. The 8814 trial that was presented at the last San Antonio looking at the Oncotype DX assay in lymph node-positive patients in a retrospective study, albeit, showed no added benefit from CAF-like chemotherapy when added to tamoxifen. Now it's in the low recurrence score. In a low recurrence score. It's a retrospective analysis but it's consistent with the current portrait of breast cancer biology, and that is there are probably some tumors that are particularly driven by the endocrine axis, and those tumors are least likely to benefit from a cytotoxic therapeutic approach. Consequently, if you were even to consider a chemo regimen in this case, the lion's share of the work would still be done by the endocrine manipulation and not the chemotherapy. Would you get an archetype on her? Probably not, because I think it's going to be low anyway, and... I think I would be thinking about endocrine therapy alone in this patient anyway. We're going to talk about endocrine therapy in this situation and also now zolindronate on the table on these patients, but what happened, Bob? Well, I was a little concerned about the lymph node with a microscopic disease, and that's always been an area of some contention and just made me feel a little bit uncomfortable. So I decided, really based on that, even though... The data isn't really there for that. I decided to get an Oncotype DX to try to ultimately confirm that this tumor was going to be low-grade and behave in a way that adjuvant tamoxifen could be used. Interesting. So how did it turn out? And it turned out just as you said. Okay. She had a very low recurrence score. It was 9. That predicted a recurrence rate of 7%. And this is for node-negative disease. But 
with the degree of her node positivity, I figured it couldn't be that much higher right. with that. So I ultimately decided to treat her with tamoxifen, no chemotherapy. Interesting. I wanted to get back to the issue of the oncotype in node positive patients. Are there any situations right now, Mark, where you think it would be reasonable to send, if you could get it paid for, an oncotype in a patient with a node positive tumor? What I've heard people talk about are borderline situations like this, one or two nodes, maybe a patient who, for a number of reasons, you don't want to use chemo, exactly. or somebody like you talked about before doesn't yeah. want to get chemo. Have you ordered it yet in no I have in someone who was particularly elderly and frail, and I was looking for an excuse not to give chemo, and the Oncodype provided that excuse. But outside of that situation, I don't routinely recommend it. Again, it's just one study, no confirmatory trial as yet. And so is it ready for prime time for broad application to all node-positive patients? Not in my view, but could it be used in highly selected cases where you're really stretching and wrestling with the question because of other comorbidities or advanced age or what have you, or little evidence to give it in the first place, like small micromets. Sure, I think it's a reasonable thing in that case to get it. The other thing is that in terms of the AI versus TAM question, because this is obviously a very highly debated question, it certainly wasn't enough data to stop the soft or text trial. There are not that many events in this study. And the other thing he pointed out to me in the interview is they actually saw more endometrial cancers and deep vein thrombosis. So his thought was that even if it does play out the same, maybe the toxicity would still favor AIs with LHRH agonists. Bonnie? I wonder if anybody else uses Oncotype in sort of low tumor burden lymph node positive people. Not just the, the elderly. The reason I wasn't compelled to reflexly recommend an oncotype in this case had nothing to do with the node status. It had to do with the fact that if you look at the algorithm that's used to compute the recurrence score, there are weighting factors for each of the gene sets. The highest weighting factors are ER, HER2, and proliferation. And so just looking at this tumor, you already know that two of those three highly weighted factors in determining the score are going to be low. 